The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was the first Sunday after Epiphany, the baptism of our Lord Sunday. Our reading prophetically talks about that, about that baptism of our Lord and his installation, anointing as our Savior. We're looking at Isaiah chapter 47, verse 42, verses 1 to 4, where God the Father says, Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. In faithfulness he will bring justice to the nations. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his law the islands will put their hope. God the Father said of Jesus, and remember Jesus is the servant of the Lord who was chosen by God. Well, God the Father says of Jesus, he will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. And God the Father is talking about how Jesus would do his work. He didn't win people over to the gospel and to God's believing family by dramatically coercing or forcing them to his side. He wasn't like the fiery politician or the leader of a riot whose radiant personality attracts people. Rather, what Jesus did is he just simply faithfully preached the word of God so that the Holy Spirit could work on people's hearts and make them into believing children of God, calling them to faith in Jesus the Savior. Well, how did Jesus preach God's word? He says, well, the Father says of Jesus, a bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. A bruised reed or a smoldering wick refers to those who know their sinfulness and who also know that the wages of sin is death and that's eternal death. And that person is a bruised reed, a smoldering wick because the law has been proclaimed to him and shown him the problem that he has, that he on his own would do deserve eternal punishment. And to such a person, Jesus doesn't holler here saying, you are condemned sinners, you are wretched sinners, you are going to hell. No, that's not how Jesus works. When somebody already sees his sin and knows the problem and knows what he deserves, well, to such a person, what Jesus says is that wonderful gospel invitation when he says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened by your sins, and, and I will give you rest. And don't we all have to say that really, that's who we are. Those bruised reeds, those smoldering wicks that 
Jesus doesn't want to break or snuff out. We know our sinfulness and what we deserve, but through faith, we're so blessed to hear our Savior calling to us and saying to us and, and pulling us to him, saying, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened for, for forgiveness, for his grace and love. However, what we also have to recognize here is that Jesus' message isn't just the gospel. He also preached the law, well, to bruise the reed in the first place and, and to cause the wick to, to smolder in the first place. And now, what's pictured here by a strong standing reed or a brightly burning wick would be the person who doesn't recognize his sinfulness, who doesn't know how much he needs God's help. At different times in our lives, we're probably all like that, that we're these strong standing reeds, these brightly burning wicks, because maybe we think that we're standing firm, that we're doing a great job of serving our Savior because maybe we're even caught up in some sort of a sin and we don't even realize it and we still think we're strong and that, well, we don't need the Savior like we really should recognize. Maybe we're getting a little proud of ourselves at times and think that we're better than others. Then we would be the strong standing reed, the brightly burning wick that needs to be bruised a bit, that needs to be snuffed a bit. And it's under times like that that what Jesus does is he preaches the law to us, specifically to you and me, to show us what our sin is, how we've rebelled against God, so that we recognize that, that we are the sinners that we are that we can't trust in ourselves, that it's only by the grace of God and not our works that we can look forward to heaven. God says of Jesus, in faithfulness he will bring, just, bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his law the islands will put their hope. The servant of the Lord brings justice. And when I say that, well, behind, besides his gentle way of reaching out with the gospel, what our Savior also does is he's persistent and persevering in his efforts to establish justice that reaches out to the islands, that is, to the ends of the earth. Now, Jesus he could have really gotten discouraged as he was trying to get his message out to people. He could have gotten fed up with humankind as he was going to the cross because he wasn't appreciated as he should, but, but he kept on going. Why? Because he wanted to make sure that there would be justice for all. Through faith in Christ, what is the faith fact? is that all people without exception could go to heaven. But those who reject Jesus, those who don't 
Whether they realize it or not, they're saying, I don't want your forgiveness, Jesus. What those people will do is they'll pay for their sins forever in hell. That's their justice. That's how justice works out in their lives. But by God's grace, you and I, through faith in Jesus, will be taken to heaven because Jesus paid for our sins. Because of what Jesus did. That means that God can be a just or a fair God and take us to heaven. He couldn't just overlook our sins. He couldn't ignore them. For God to be a just and a fair God, our sins had to be paid for. And Jesus, the servant of the Lord, brings justice. He paid for our sins completely with his life and his death and his resurrection. And that means that now because our sins have been paid for and because Jesus lived a holy and perfect life that he can give to us, that means that God can take you and me who are the sinners that we were but who have the forgiveness of sins he can take us to heaven because of what the servant of the Lord has done for us. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen. Let's say a prayer. Lord God, Heavenly Father, Thank you for choosing your Son to be our Savior and our way to heaven. We have sinned. We deserve your wrath and punishment. But instead, you give us your Son who paid for all our sins for us. Thank you for your amazing grace and love. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining me for our devotion today. The Lord bless and keep you.